This is Perspectives, the show where a look at how we are different will often end up showing us really how much we all are alike. I'm Condice Presley, so I'm going to go ahead and own this right now. Today's program may go off the rails, and I may lose control. See, you're, you're hearing the laughing in the background. Thanks to our guest, the incredibly hilarious Glozell Green, best known as Glozell. So you're asking, Glozell, some of you are anyway, who is Glozell? You should know this. She is only the queen of YouTube. She has one mission making us laugh. Since she started her YouTube channel eight years ago, she's got more than 4.3 million subscribers. Her material, her videos viewed more than 700 million times. So what's there at YouTube? You search for Glozell, 2,000 plus videos, including everything from interviews, her comedy, stories about her life, song parodies, you name it, it's there. Five of the things that I'm gonna ask her about these particular five, which have been viewed more than 10 million times. And then we're also gonna ask about the cinnamon challenge, which, well, we'll just, you just wait. Um, anyway, her stunts, her funny, she is legendary and inspiring and entirely, is it odd to hear people talk about you this way, Glozell? No, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> Keep going. I'm like, wow, that's me? That's you. She is an inspiring icon for a new generation. Uh, she got to sit down. It's We'll ask her about this, too. So she kept getting these emails from the White House because President Obama wanted her to interview him. And I think she deleted the first three or four because she thought they were fake. And anyway, That's she, true. She's got a story. I trashed him. Her first book, Is You Okay?, arrived in stores, Amazon, anywhere you can find a book on June 7th. And Glozell is in the studio with us right now. So welcome. Hello, this is Glozell. Is you okay? Is you good? Because I want to know. I'm trying to sound like you. You have that wonderful, sexy voice. Yeah. So I'm trying to, you know, match that. I'm, I'm just impressed with your voice. Oh, thank you very yes. much. But you just do you. Yes. Okay. So how you like Atlanta? I love Atlanta because the fans came out last night and they were so nice and sweet and gave me gifts. You know, I love it when I get food. So I'm really excited about that. <laughs> Food. What kind of food yes. folks bring you? Oh, they brought anything that's green. So I got a lot of candy and I got bags. I'm like, everyone is so generous. You know, the South is the South. This, it is. and it, Well, you're from the South. Yes, I am. I'm I mean, from, it is the state of Florida, yes. but that's still literally in the South. I know. For some reason, they want to just stop at Georgia. Like, we them, we're more Southern, you know, physically. But, yeah, so it was nice to be where I felt at home. So it's been wonderful. So your last name is Green. I take yes. it that's where the signature look and the yes. lips evolved from? Yes. Uh, you can't see me right now, but I usually rock my green lipstick all the time. And I, this is a special occasion, so I have glitter on them. So that is my, where the green comes from. Glozo Green, it means go. When I have my green lipstick on, come up to me and take your pictures. Now, if I don't have it on, stay away. But usually I have it on. So, <laughs> so you started out on YouTube. You launched your channel in 2008. Why did you decide? How did you decide that that was where you were going to go and build this brand? It's very interesting because growing up, no one had computers. I'm a little on the older side. I'm 43 years old. We didn't have cell phones and computers like that. So when I was doing stand-up and then people started blogging and I started a blog and then started putting videos up on the blog and people started recognizing me that way, I'm like, uh, this is the way to go because more people can reach me that, I, I, that are not coming to the comedy clubs. 
And I enjoyed the comedy clubs, but there's not millions of people in a comedy club. So I, I'm like, this is the It may not ticket. even be hundreds of people in a comedy exactly. club. Exactly. And it's not like they're usually in the nicer neighborhoods. You know, so sometimes it's scary late at night being, you know, a female at night going back to your cars and things like that. So I really took to the Internet. And I'm like, this is my thing. And I just grew up from there. So what did you figure out that some YouTubers haven't yet so that your material stands out? I mean, you've got one video that's been viewed over 45 million times. Yes. And it's not a music video like, you know, no. the latest thing from, <laughs> no, you know, no. Bieber and the, all those others who you know expect to have, you know, tens of millions of views. One thing that stands out about me that some people might not recognize when they're watching my videos is that all my videos are clean. So if kids are watching it, they don't feel embarrassed that their parents are watching it with them or they'll show their parents. And so now my audience ranges from from very, very little to very, very old. So I, everybody's included. So I'm not overly political or overly religious on the channel. It's just fun. <laughs> when did you know that you were funny? When did I know? People were telling me that I was funny, but most of the time I was just getting things wrong or just making mistakes and people like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. And my family is a little eccentric and I talk about them in my book, Is You Okay? Make sure you get it. Uh, and it people wouldn't believe the stories that were coming out of my mouth. So as when you read it, you're like, I can't believe your mom did that. So there's a lot of craziness that come from my family, and it's all good fun. Now, true or false, you changed the names of the innocent to yes. protect your relationships, and is you okay? Yes, I had to change the names of the one in particular since I'm, I am in Atlanta. You know, someone that I talk about in the book lives here. Bless your heart, ex-husband. Bless you. So um, I didn't want to... Um, Southern Don't ask me how I know because I, I stalk him on Facebook. But, you know, I know that he lives here. Bless you. you know, so I do talk. I'm one of those people. So, uh, yeah. But I do change the names of my family, friends, and certain people, yes. So in the book, you share your story, mm -hmm. you, the, the advice you've given, you give. I mean, it's very inspirational. Thank you. You keep us laughing. Uh, why the book? Why now? Why the book? Why now? People were like, you're a social media person. Well, you know. Yeah, don't nobody read. Yeah, nobody. I'm bringing reading back, you know, make, making reading great again. Um, I People like to have something personal, and I grew up with books, and I thought it would be a great throwback to that. And it, you can, you know, people come to the book signing, and it's something they can hold. You know, it's a little different than your computer or your cell phone. It's a little, it's more intimate when you're reading. What is it that you're wanting readers to take away from, is you okay? What I want readers to take away from Is You Okay is that it's never too late, you're never too old, because I moved to L.A. to start doing my stand-up over the age of 30, which, you know, even now when I'm in YouTube, most of the people that are in YouTube, they're 10, 15 years, 20 years younger than myself, and I'm still in the game, so it's not too late. Age is nothing but a number. I, that is the name of one of the chapters in my book, and... I want you to take away that you can do anything. I know you might be rolling your eyes, people, because you hear it all the time. Believe in yourself. You know, it's always in you. But it is true. You live long enough and you know that it's true. Love yourself. Follow your passion. All those things are definitely true. And that's what I want you to take away from this book. Glozell, big, big part of your story mm -hmm. is you're coming to the realization yes. that everyone is a little different. <laughs> yes. Sparkly green lipstick, I would yeah. say, is a, a, a little, little different. different. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I, every, I say this quite often. Your ideas are often thought of as 
especially when you're the first one to do something. When I started doing videos, I had family members like, what are you doing? People are at my work saying, do you know who this person is? And I'm just so embarrassed and blah, blah, blah. Because they understand television and film. But when the computers and videos started coming out, they're like, this is you. So there is this closeness that you have with people. I say that to say this, now, years later, oh, that's my cousin, oh, that's my niece, and, you know, you're the same people that said I was embarrassing you. I have not forgotten that. That's why I had to change the names in the book. However, your ideas are dumb and stupid until you start making money or you're being recognized by the president. Then you're a genius. So you just stick with it because, you know, don't stop when other people are not encouraging you because they don't. They can't hear your dreams. They, don't, they can't see where you're going, and that's fine, and they'll turn around. So take us back a little bit into your mm-hmm. story. What were you doing before you decided to make the switch yes. and change careers at, in your 30s and decide that you were going to pursue stand-up and your YouTube channel and everything else as your career path following your dreams? I have a BFA in musical theater, so I was always interested in doing television and film or musicals and that kind of thing so people like you're funny and i noticed that a lot of the shows the sitcoms were now switching to using comics so i was like that's the way to go you have your seinfelds your ellen degeneres rosie rosie o'donnell had a show and roseanne barr so i was like okay the stand-up comedians are getting the television shows so i gotta make sure that i'm good at my stand-up so that's why i started doing the stand-up and but the late nights and, you know, it's hard to get people to come out and you have to do the two drink minimum and valet park. And so when all in a sketchy neighborhood, all in a sketchy neighborhood and I would get bumped. I've gotten, you know, you finally if you get 10 people, then you might get five minutes on the stage. And I, I've gotten bumped by Robin Williams before and Jamie Foxx and Damon Wayans. And then I have to try to beg the people. Can you come back the next week and pay your two drink minimum and your valet parking? And so. I was relieved when the YouTube came around and I was like, this is my vehicle. The Internet is going to be the way because I can reach more people. You got your own club. Yes, I got my own club. What happened was I was in Costco because I used to eat at Costco on Saturdays, get the the samples. I was there every Saturday. And this girl started following me around. I'm like, okay, are we going to fight? What's going on? She's, you know, acting funny. I'm about to take off my earrings. I was like, it's about to go down in Costco. But. She comes up to me and is like, may I take your picture? And I was like, why? She's like, aren't you in that video? I, I didn't know who my audience was. So I thought the audience just looked like me. This was a little cute little white girl. And I'm, I'm, I had auditioned for things before. And they're like, oh, you're too tall for this. Or you're too dark for this. Or you're too big for that. But on the Internet, the kids, they, they didn't care. Nobody cared well, your political association or if you're religious or not. If you make me laugh, you know, then I don't, I don't care. Which has totally changed my life. Because now that I have an audience, here comes those same agencies and um, films and other things that come along. Like, oh, the, every, the, the kids like you. I wouldn't have had that chance if I didn't do the Internet and, and can see for myself and started meeting my fans. They they're range all over the place. And I've traveled a lot. I've been to Africa. And I've been, oh, cinnamon. You know, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Because... My videos, a lot of them are physical, and so you don't have to understand the English language to know that she's choking to death. You know, <laughs> So funny is funny, physically funny, and it translates to a lot of languages. Okay, so give us a little bit of a hint uh, so that we can point some people to mm-hmm. your YouTube channel. Yes. Tell us about the cinnamon challenge that oh went goodness. apparently terribly wrong. Yes, the cinnamon challenge. People were asking me, this was the first video that I did that wasn't my own idea. 
People were like, do the cinnamon challenge. I don't even know what the cinnamon challenge is. I don't. I didn't care what the cinnamon challenge. So they kept asking, kept asking. I'm like, what is so challenging? I say it in the video. What is so challenging about cinnamon? It makes no sense. I don't know. It's a teaspoon of cinnamon. Yeah, I'm like, I must have eaten cinnamon before. So I was like, well, I'll eat some cinnamon. And oh, and I just had a ladle. So I took a ladle of cinnamon, and I found out very quickly what the challenge is. I almost died, literally almost died, which seemed to be hilarious to a lot of people. But my voice has not been the same since that challenge. So don't do drugs or cinnamon, folks. It was coming out my nose. Three weeks later, I'm still getting cinnamon out my eyes. And I didn't, I wasn't prepared. I didn't have any water. So I go to the refrigerator, I get a pitcher of water, and it turns to cake in my mouth. So I'm laughing and I'm crying because I'm literally about to die. And I'm like, this is a stupid way to go out. And it's all on film. So that's what is captured instantly. Today's show, Good Morning America, 2020, inside of the, look at this fool. You know, so it was the greatest and the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. And yet you still managed to delete multiple messages from the White House <laughs> when President yes. Barack Obama. Because why would you want to be me? I'm like, have, have you seen my videos? But Apparently somebody in the White House has. Yes, his daughters. I appreciate them. I'm glad that uh, the youth of America is watching because overall it is good, clean fun, even though I, I, I literally almost died then. So tell us about how to, once you realized that this was a yes. serious invitation, not, not not like so many of us as on my side of the table as a journalist seeking an opportunity to interview the president, the president was coming to you. Come on, let's, let, let me do something with you on, on your YouTube channel. Yes, that was uh, amazing. My manager finally, she's here right here, my manager finally said, you know, this is real. I was like, what? Well, okay, so now I'm in this position where I do get a chance to sit with the sitting president in the White House what do you say? You know, because this is an opportunity where I, I I have no idea why they picked me. I'm like, well, I have to represent my fans. So I asked them what I should talk about. And there's a lot going on. But yet it's still me. So I'm like, how do you talk to, about something serious? Because you have your, your Black Lives Matter. And at the time there was the we were talking about dealings with Cuba. And I'm from Florida. So there's a lot of Cuban Americans that are in my life. And uh, there was so much going on, and um, uh, gay and lesbian people weren't allowed to get married at the time. So I'm going, these are my fans, and this is what I have to represent, and this is what I have to ask them about. So I was like, I got my little questions together, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to Barbara Walter it. I'm going to look him in his eyes. But I almost got kicked out before that even happened. Now what did you do? Well, at that moment, they're like, okay, look out the window. The president is going to land. And he's going to come into the yard. I was like, oh, okay, he's going to walk through the yard. That's cool. Well, he lands in a helicopter. Marine and at one. that moment, I'm thinking of all the people who said that you're not going to make it. What are you going to do? I'm thinking about the husband that I had that when I moved to L.A. was like, you know what? This is not for me. And he checked out and moved to Atlanta. So I hope you're listening. And, you know, all those things in that moment. But here it is. Like, you can't – you got to justify this moment. Like, she – did something right, you know. So all that happens as he's landing in the helicopter, and I flip out. I'm like, oh, my God. It's a brother. And I'm screaming. That brother that landed in the yard in this old helicopter. It is old. And I'm just going, you know, somewhere else. Total fangirl. I mean, and so you see people talking into their wrists, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm about to get shot. Everyone's like, calm down. We don't pick the wrong person. Is she going to be able to handle it? And I'm like, I'm going to handle it. Well, let me just, just let me get it out now. And it was amazing to see. It was just amazing. Now, the people who work in the White House, they, 
the the they were actually thought it was funny because they see it all the time. But I don't see it all the time, you know. So that's when I was like, okay, I got to calm down, and I had my shoes off because my feet was hurting. I was trying to be all dressed up. So, but I'm like, I'm just me. I'm just I'm a simple person. So, got it together, and we did the interview. We're supposed to stand up, meet the president, shake his hand, sit down, do the interview. I stood up. And I just went for a hug. I was just like, he's like, you can let go now. I'm like, oh, okay, 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 okay. But I, it was just like, I love you so much, Mr. President. You know, so I, I did embrace him a little long. Sorry, First Lady Michelle. And then I did the interview. Then, of course, I messed up right at the end, right when I was like, I'm done. I did it. I'm going to give him some green lipstick. And I said, here's some green lipstick for your first wife. And he's like, my first wife? Uh, you know something that I don't know? I'm like, oh, no, 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 the first lady. I'm so sorry. And then, of course, I freaked out again. So I probably won't be back. But that was my time with the president, and it's been amazing. Did you get to meet the girls while you were there? No, I didn't. I didn't. Cause they weren't there, and um, First Lady Michelle wasn't there. But I do hope that they wear the green lipstick. I did bring enough for them. <laughs> so, And later on, I, I interviewed um, former First Lady former secretary um, Hillary Clinton. So. Now the presumptive Democratic Party yes. nominee at the yes. time of our chat. Yes. She's got the nomination and could be the next president of the United States. How right. was that, meeting Hillary? That was amazing, and uh, meeting her was a little different because I've known about her much longer in, throughout my life. And I was expecting for her to be a little like tough because this is what you see when she's debating the guys and, and doing, the, doing that thing, but she... At this time, she was a grandmother, which was nice. I saw her as somebody's mother, somebody's grandmother, you know, someone's daughter. And she asked me about, I have a child on the way. So it was very nice to meet that person, and I enjoyed it very much. And I wore a pantsuit. I tried to impress. You know, I wanted to impress her with my pantsuit, and did, I did. And did you? Yes, she made it. I was like, oh, I like your pantsuit. I'm like, yes, yes I did it. You know, I try. One of the I was especially uh, impressed and and inspired a bit uh, as you talked about your faith. You talked, yes. Mama made you, you know, <laughs> yeah. and is Mama. I did say Mama made you because that is how it happens. Yes. You know, when you're very very little, Mama made you learn how to play the piano. Yes. You play piano in yes. church. Yes. You know, you learn the difference between faith with a capital F, yes. faith with a little F, and Definitely. it being really internal. Mm -hmm. uh, you're from the South. You're yes. from Florida. Yes. We're in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. You live in Los Angeles now. Yes. A lot of folks in the South Middle America think, well, hey, can't nobody, you know, have faith and, and live it out on the left coast, on the west coast. Yes. And you find that to be wrong, I guess. Well, you know, you find your faith when you're like, okay, I came out here with a husband, a dog, and a cat. Now I'm here by myself. I don't know anybody. This you do hear like crazy stories and a lot of your people that you grew up loving you know sometimes you hear about rehab and drugs like what is gonna what happens here in LA but you know that's that still small voice that you like you, you can do it you you can make it and I found a church and I started playing for one and from there I had a, a community base something that was familiar to me and it worked out just fine because they would come out to the comedy clubs so thank you very much and that's that's also on the book too is you okay and that faith is what brought me thus far you know one one of those things when you look back over your life I don't know if you're here with me but um that's one of those things especially when I have to, when I wrote the book and I was started reading the audiobook 
that's when you realize, gosh, I've gone through so much. What was it that kept me there? And it, it was the faith that I had. So it's instilled no matter what where you are. doesn't matter where you go, L.A. or whatever. If it's in you, it's in you. Plus, I do think of my church family and my mom when I do their videos because I'm like, I don't want to be in trouble. I don't want my mom to spank me because, you know, she tries to still. You know, I don't want to Oh, you will always be her child. Always. That just never changes. So We're talking to Glozell Green, her book. Yes, Is You Okay? Talking about it. Why don't you share a little bit of it out of it? Okay, Is You Okay? This is found on page 44. My dream of becoming an entertainer didn't start as a dream. Instead, it developed over time as I tried to cope with all the ups and downs of being at school where I was the different one. I went to a school where I was the only black person. That was that was it. I went to a private school, and the first day of school, and I, t- I talk about this, I was like, oh, something's wrong with the kids. You know, as they started coming in, I'm like, wow, no color, hair looks yellow, something is wrong with them. And I'm like, I'm going to be their friend because obviously they're sick. I don't know. And then after a while, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I'm the different one. So you do start to notice differences as early as five years old, and then you figure out, well, is there something wrong with me? Is there something wrong with them? What's going on? But humor, they thought that I was funny, which was great because my life experiences was a little different than theirs. How I said things, things that I ate or whatever kind of a thing was a little different. And, and that's what I incorporate into my comedy about, okay, church school, we're singing Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. Go to my mom's church, AME, Mount Olive AME Church, Amazing. Turn to your neighbor and said it was amazing. I'm like, this song does not have to be seven hours long. We we sung it, the white people sing it for two minutes. I don't understand. So I talk about all the differences there. And I, I'm thankful for that upbringing. Comedy inspirations. Who makes you yes. laugh? Oh, well, growing up, of course, there's your Lucille Balls and your, your, um, uh, Tonight Show comics, Carol Burnett's, that's definitely those. Right now, I definitely love my, my Kevin Hart. So I, I was in a movie with him, and before I thought it was funny, but when you see him on set and how he's running things, that, I was like, oh, that's kind of sexy. I really I, I really enjoy that. So those comics, and um, Leslie Jones, who's now, I was in the comedy club with her years ago, and now she's on Saturday Live. She's killing it. I think it's great. And Ghostbusters, so, which is about yes, to open. Yes, amazing, amazing. So she's on the cover of Elle right now, and I'm like, wow. I mean, I remember back in the day doing stand-up. So we've gone our different ways, but I, I just admire that people who stuck with it because it, it was very lean years. I was on the floor off of Crenshaw in California with hopefully one mouse. I don't know if it was more than one, but and and now – you know, I, I'm touring with my book, have a kid on the way, and speaking to, with the president and maybe future president, I think so. I'm with her. So it's just been an amazing ride from... How <sighs> about that? And, and I feel like Joe because now I'm remarried and everything's going great, you know? So uh, when's the baby due? August 9th. Ooh. So I'm, I'm really happy about that via surrogate. So that's a whole nother story, a whole nother book one day. I think I can't wait to read that. Thank so you. Book tour is about, well, you're just launching because the book just came out yes. on the 7th. So after that, Glozell, what's next for you? Just keeping it, keeping it 
going? Yes. Well, after because the internet has been so good to me, so I do want to. I'm doing a animated series. My manager's here. Can I? Say that I'm doing that? Okay, I already said that, I guess. So, uh, animated series, and I'm going to be working on some other projects. But since, especially since the baby's coming, I really want to focus my on my background, which was music also. So, now I have a, a series coming out that was going to incorporate the music. Because people are like, she plays the piano? I didn't know that. Because I, I didn't incorporate that yet. So, there's more to me to learn, and I want to spread that and I focus on the younger kids. Outstanding. Let's you. grow your empire. How can Thank people you. find you? Uh, give us all the places you are. We know you're on YouTube. Search yes. Glozell. Yes, search Glozell on YouTube and make sure you subscribe. I'm Glozell G on Snapchat. Snapchat is very in now, so make sure you do that. I'm at Glozell on Twitter, at Glozell on Instagram, and at Glozell on my fan page on Facebook. And that's where I'll post where I am, what I'm doing, and my latest videos and projects. And new videos on your YouTube channel normally come out what days of the week? Thursdays and Fridays on you, my YouTube channel. And I'm starting another YouTube channel. So that's going to be more vlog type. You'll find me everywhere. You just find these green lips, and I'll, I'll be right there. The book is Is You Okay? Glozell Green, definitely. You is okay. Thank you. Thank you. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, condo 29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective.